It's an opportunity for us to find out uh, what's going on with our good friend Todd Nettleton, who is the host of the Voice of the Martyrs radio show. And uh, good morning, Todd. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, so this morning, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you were uh, mentioning that there is a glimmer, a little bit of good news that is coming out of the conflict uh, in Gaza right now. Yeah, there there is some good news, and it's interesting. Um, Voice of the Martyrs has contacts sort of on both sides of this conflict. So we work with sure. Messianic Jews in Israel. We also have contacts with Christian Palestinians in Gaza. And it was interesting right after 10-7 when this conflict started to heat up, uh, we heard the same prayer request from both sides. Pastors on, on both sides were saying, hey, pray that we'll be faithful to Christ in the midst mm-hmm. of this. Pray that we'll have opportunities to share hope and peace with mm. people who are so upset right now and so hurting. Um, and so it was very interesting to me that like from both sides of this conflict, we were getting the very same prayer request. Hey, we want to represent Jesus in the midst of this. Mm. We're now hearing stories of how that is happening. And in fact, we heard stories this week from a Christian contact in Gaza. Many Christians, obviously there's been so much destruction. They've had their homes destroyed. They are living in shelters now. And yet in those shelters, they are choosing to boldly share the gospel. And, uh, you know, you're in the midst of a war. Death is ever present and thoughts of eternity are ever present. What better time to talk to someone about, hey, you can know where you're going to go after you Mm -hmm. die. We we can help you know where you're going to go. And so so thrilled to hear that even in the midst of this situation that that nobody would ever want to be in. There is ministry that is happening. We also received a a report of a prayer meeting uh, where there were prayers offered in English and Hebrew and Arabic, uh, all three languages, uh, asking God to bless, asking God to move in the situation and uh, a sign of the unity that comes in the body of Christ, even when from a worldly standpoint, there's lots of reasons for conflict and, and distrust. We can gather together, we can pray, we can come before the Lord together. So Again, even, you know, we know so much terrible things are happening, but there are some little pinpricks of hope, and the gospel is still advancing even in the midst of the war. I'm so glad that we started talking about this because the scenes that we see on the news are complete devastation. Doesn't seem like there's any light. Doesn't look like there's any life in that situation or, you know, just it's so depressing to to see what's going on there and heartbreaking. And and so I really appreciate the fact that we can know that God is at work in that. That's a really good lesson for our life, isn't it, Todd, that that God is working even in these darkest moments when we think that nothing is happening for him. That's when he does his greatest work. It is oftentimes when he does his greatest work, and it's it's at those times that I think we are most in tune to hear him. Uh, you know, when some of the things that we were counting on or leaning on have been stripped away, uh, suddenly the voice of God is a lot more clear and, and a lot more close. And so it is happening, and it's happening in Gaza. Pray for the believers there. Um, pray for God's protection over them and for more opportunities to witness. They, they want to represent Jesus uh, in the middle of a war. And let's pray that God will empower them and give them opportunities to do that. Would you lead us in prayer in the, for that right now? 
I, I would love to. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Gaza. We thank you for them. We thank you for their faithfulness and their boldness and their courage. Lord, what a what an example, what an inspiration mm-hmm. they are to us. And I, I just pray today that you would protect them and watch over them and provide for them. Lord, I think of those who maybe their home has been destroyed. Help them to find shelter. Help them to find food. Help them to find uh, the necessities that they will need today. And Lord, we also pray that your kingdom will advance even in the midst of a war. Uh, We pray for opportunities to witness. We pray for boldness. Uh, We pray for just the right words to say in each situation for our brothers and sisters there. Uh, Lord, encourage them and let them see fruit for the work that they're doing. We pray blessings on them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, we have a tendency, we'll focus on what's happening in, in the Middle East, but there's there's persecution happening all around the world. We can't, you know, there's it's just happening everywhere. You had a, a story of a, of a woman in Kenya, right, that had, had really been enduring quite a bit. Yeah, this is, in some ways, it's a horrifying story because you go back just uh, less than two years ago, her husband was killed in an attack by Islamist militants that came across the border from Somalia. Uh, the, the borderlands of Kenya are full of many ethnic Somali people. Uh, they are at least ethnically or tribally Muslim, but there are believers in Jesus there as well. And so often uh, they are attacked. Terrorists will come across that border. So early in 2022, her home was attacked. Her husband was beheaded. Uh, the home was burned down. She was left uh, really desperate and, and so you know discouraged and down. Voice of the Martyrs was able to come in and help. We actually helped rebuild her home so that she would have a place for her and her children to live. Well, we learned recently that in September, terrorists came back to the village. They attacked again, Mm. and again, they burned down this Christian widow's home. Thankfully, she wasn't there. Uh, One of the things that Voice of the Martyrs often does in these cases is help uh, the widow to set up a business. And so we had helped her with a sewing business, with some training, with a sewing machine, She and her children just so happened by God's providence to be sleeping at her workplace, at the place where her sewing center is. Otherwise, they likely would have been killed as well. So God protected them by having them not be there. But at the same time, they lost their home. Um, Mm -hmm. And so this is just uh, one example among many of Christians in that part of northern Kenya that are affected often by this kind of violence coming across from Somalia. So when you talk to people like this, Todd, what is their, I don't know if there's a normal response, but how does she continue on in this situation? You know, that (laughs) it is such a great question. And, and there, I don't think there is a normal response. It's not some people, God helps them move very quickly to forgiveness and moving forward. Um, I think in her case, and I, I think of many others who are mothers, they have to move forward. It's like, hey, I, I've got children. I've got to figure out a way to feed them and provide for yes, them. And so I can't, I can't just sit here and be sad. I've got to move forward. And I think in some ways that forces them to do that. Uh, there are others who God almost instantaneously gives a spirit of forgiveness, a spirit of love. I'm, I'm always in awe of that when someone says, no, I, I never had anger. I never had hatred. Um, I've also talked to others. I'll, I'll never forget talking to Pauline Ayad in, uh, actually her husband was killed in Gaza. He was a part of the Gaza Bible Society. 
And she talked about a five-year process to get to the point of forgiveness mm. and how she really wrestled with God and would tell God, no, I don't want to forgive those men who killed my husband. In fact, I want them to burn in hell. They killed my husband. And God brought her over five years to a point of saying, okay, mm. I forgive. I, I don't want destruction for them. And so I think every every widow, every person's path is a little different. Um, but there is a reliance at, at some level of saying, God, I can't do this on my own. I need your help. I need to be to be able to forgive. I'm counting on you to give me that power because in myself, I don't have that. Amen. So, Todd, what are some of the things that we can be doing here um, to to be in support of and and to be just involved in, in standing with those that are in persecution? Well, I would encourage people to pray. I, that's mm-hmm. the first request that they have. Um, there are some great tools that VOM offers to help you pray. Uh, we send out a free magazine every month. Uh, we have uh, an app for your phone that will pull up a new prayer request every single day. Uh, we have a website called icommittopray.com that gives you new prayer requests every week. You can get those in your email box. Um, so lots of different ways to pray. Now, the other thing I, you know, as we come to the end of the year, lots of people are making decisions about giving. Uh, we would love to have you give. You, you can give to support widows. You can give uh, to buy sewing machines like for this lady in northern Kenya. So there, there's always the option of giving financially to support. Uh, but I think the, the, the way it starts is I'm going to pray uh, and not just once a year. I, I'm going to pray on a regular basis. I'm going to remember that these are my family members uh, and just just lift them up in prayer. Let's also talk a little bit about Voice of the Martyrs Radio, because we air that here on Moody Radio. It's a great program to listen mm-hmm. to, fantastic podcast to keep connected with Voice of the Martyrs and with the people that you talk with every day and every week. And and we've been talking about a widow. So speaking of widows, you recently recorded an interview with with a woman, and we want to hear more about uh, this lady and her ministry to widows. Well, we I, I recorded an interview yesterday with some workers from YWAM, Youth with a Mission. We partner with them, particularly in Nigeria, uh, to serve widows of martyred Christians. And um, just some amazing stories. The, the entire widow ministry now is run by widows who have graduated from the ministry. So, oh, so wow. they are literally passing on the blessing that they received to new groups. And, and every six months, they have a new group of widows come in. They give them vocational training to help them provide for themselves. They give them uh, trauma counseling to help recover from the trauma. Some, some of the stories are absolutely horrific. Um, they also bring in their children and help them. I, I heard a story yesterday of a child, like five, six years old, who watched as his father was beheaded. And oh. when he came to the center, they couldn't get him to let go of his mom. Like, yeah. like it was time to go to school and he just didn't want to let go of her. And one of the people at the center got a little frustrated, like, come on, it's time to go to school. And his mom said, wait a minute, you need to know what happened to him. You need to know mm. what he saw. Well, it's no wonder he doesn't want to let go of his yeah. mom. What's going to happen to her if, if he lets go of her, if he lets her mm. out of his sight. Mm. So that kind of ministry is, is what is happening there of just walking through that and one of the things that they do every night in the middle of the night, they gather for prayer mm-hmm. and they have seen some amazing spiritual victories, victories of forgiveness, victories of healing that have come out of those midnight prayer sessions mm-hmm. as they just gather in front of the Lord and say, Lord, we need your help. We're, 
we're trying to get through this. We're trying to forgive. We're trying to find peace after seeing horrible things. Uh, and the Lord is just working in, in mighty ways. So I'm excited in a few weeks down the road, we'll, we'll bring that conversation to VOM Radio. But uh, just I just am so thankful for our partnerships around the world that are on the ground, uh, really getting their hands dirty to help and bless and encourage persecuted Christians. Ty, it is, it is always wonderful to talk with you. Sometimes it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. just to hear everything that's going on. But it is heartwarming also to hear what God is doing despite the the horrors that are in the world. And thank you so very much for bringing the glimmers and, and, and the, the stories of what God is doing. Thank you so much. Well, you are welcome. It, I, I still get excited to tell these stories. I mm-hmm. was talking to somebody yesterday. Man, I still am excited to go to work. I'm still excited to see what God is doing. And so... Uh, it, it really is a privilege for me to be able to share. Thank you, man.